Well, hello and welcome everyone to the Pink Cloud Nine Vodcast family show. I call it a family show because whoever comes on the show is like family forever. So we are very uh, excited. Today's guest, the one, the only author, J.E. Wilson, and he's going to talk about his awesome book, You Do Know What to Do. Okay, so tell us all about You Do Know What to Do. And in fact, the description to, uh, the link is in the description, so if you're interested in the book, you can click on it. Comment, ask questions. Uh, well, I see we have four comments. So, yay. <laughs> we have someone saying, hey, live. And then, woohoo. So, thank you, Vanessa, for all of your support. Really appreciate it. Um, awesome. So, tell us, Jay, what brought you here today? Okay, first of all, I want to say uh, thank you for. Uh opportunity to come on and talk a little bit about the book. Appreciate all that you do at Pink Cloud 9. And um, I'm also thankful real quick, I just got to give a little shout out to, to Dave Ware and Ware Publishing. He kind of uh, put us on the path together there. And uh, awesome, awesome friend and and also the publisher of the book itself. Well, the name of the book is You Do Know What to Do. And interestingly enough, the book is really not about knowing what to do. Um the book is really about coming to understand who you are mm-hmm. while you are where you are. Mm. Um, so many times what we what we really think that we want in the situations that we're going through is we want an answer. Mm. We want we want the answer, we want to find a way out. We want to what what can I do to get through this next hurdle? What mm. can I do? You know, especially in a time like today, so much with pandemic and death and politics and everything else that's going on in our world. We want to know what do I have to do to get to this next step, and many times, unfortunately, we 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 devalue who we are in the middle of this journey. I mean, that's the important thing of it. I mean, we're trying to get to that other side. We're trying to get to where the grass is greener. We're trying to get over the pain, past the hurts, and all these other kind of things. And yet, we're really not learning who we are in the mm. process, and that's the value of it. That's the uh, the, the, the feel behind this entire book, you do know what to do. Wow. Absolutely. That's important. I mean, everything that comes outside of us starts from within us. So if we don't know who we are, what we're made of, what we're here for and all that stuff, then it starts to become a little blurry. Um, you know, so, how did this book come about and the 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 initial, you know, thoughts of it? Hey, you know, I'm going to do this. Tell us the story mm-hmm. of how it started. Well, um, I've, 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 been, uh, I've been in the ministry for about 13 years now. And um, I came from, again, not putting anything down or anyone else down, but I came from a very uh, a religious background. And I'm, mm-hmm. I still consider myself in that area but it's but there's a difference when you understand uh the static religion and having a real relationship with god you get up in the morning and you're excited to talk to him excited to hear from him excited to live through him and move for him and actually have your being uh and it's not just about uh it's not just about what's on a paper but it's about what's actually written in your heart and that really that really changed me 
to the point where I, I felt really bound trying to perform in life, trying to be, trying to, uh, trying to, uh, to perform to be pleasing, mm -hmm. uh, even in his sight. And people would say, well, and so I even, I even learned about the scriptures so I could be more, I, I, I wanted to walk this way. I want to do those things instead of, again, allowing who I was to be the strong point to bring me out. You know, you don't have to tell a bird. It's something you get into the book. You don't have to tell a bird, you know, hey, bird, you know, when you get up in the morning, you got to get that worm, be the best bird that you can be. No, it's written in him. He knows who he is, and he gets up, and he just, he, he operates out of who he is. And unfortunately, that's one of the things that we don't do. And regardless of what your belief is, many times we, we try to be human doings instead of being human beings. And once we learn more about, about uh, again, treasure and valuing who, who, who we be, then it becomes more empowering to what we do. And so this book actually came from a place where I was really religious and stuck. Um, I was trying, I was trying to do these, all, all these things and, and was not finding my way. I'm thankful that I have a loving, uh, patient uh, wife of uh, that couple months. It will be 22 years, actually. And one of the things that, that uh, I found myself being burdened down by what I was trying to perform. Yeah. And, and one of the greatest places, and I'll tell you, one of the greatest places that you can never find yourself is with all the, the voices that are around. There's a lot of voices that may try to help you, a lot of voices try to hinder. One of the greatest places you can be is sitting in front of a mirror, just you and yourself. And this book was born out of one of those moments where I wasn't, I just things were just going all kinds of crazy ways. And, and, and I, the spirit of me, as best as I can say it, came to the soul of me, the spirit of me and this peaceful connection and understanding came to the soul of me who was down in his emotions and wreck and, and self-loathing and, and shame and guilt and condemnation and all these other things I was going through and the spirit of me came to me, the soul of me, and just said, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. what, why are you allowing this to take you here? And so it was just like the, uh, in the scriptures actually talk about how David uh, encouraged himself in the Lord. Well, I found a, a place where I was encouraging myself. Uh, the scriptures say also sudden, something along when it talks about the, the prodigal son, how he came to himself. Well, that's exactly what happened to me. I don't know any other words to say it, but I came to myself and said, come on now, you do know what to do. And at that moment, I heard it. And this book was written out of a moment of me coming to myself and say, come on now, you, you do know what to do. And I just said, yeah, as a matter of fact, I do. Now, of course, that wasn't what the book really goes into, that it's not a knowledge, necessarily a knowledge thing, because there's a lot of things that you can know and not know. Uh, there's a lot of things that can be in your mind that have not reached your heart yet, so it, they, don't, they don't yet empower you to, you know, to, to live by them. But that's where this process is. This knowing is, a, is an experiential, loving, connected knowing that goes beyond just something that you may see in a book. Absolutely. Man, <laughs> Woo! Yeah, no, it's 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 important information. Um, so I've had a lot of spiritual enlightenments throughout the years myself, and then there are times where I feel like not so spiritually inspired. What would you say to somebody 
that is not feeling spiritually uh, fulfilled or enlightened in that moment? And what would you say to somebody like that? That's, that's a very awesome question. I, you know, a lot of it comes down to foundation and who you consider your motivator. For instance, I was just uh, looking at some old videos of the, um, the show. It's not on, I think it, it's still on every now and then. You'll see some things, and it's The Biggest Loser. Yeah. Biggest Loser was the show for years and years and years. And so these people who are, you know, hundreds of pounds overweight, you know, and, and so they get to spend, watch this, they get to spend this particular time with some of the best motivators in the world mm -hmm. for a short period of time. And so who you choose as a motivator has mm -hmm. everything to do with a lot of what uh, the outcome uh that, that, uh, that starts to happen in your life. So you have to start to ask, who am I really surrounding myself with? Okay. What am I putting in my ears? What am I putting before my eyes? And with me, it's the scriptures, it's, it's prayer time, it's belief in the Lord Jesus, and those are the things that I... That I yeah. So it's, it's really going to be the question of who is your motivator? Now, the interesting thing also about that show is that once most of these people left the show, whether they won, whether they lost, and everything else, if they... If they went back to the same habits most of them put back on the same way and this sure. was another huge thing in my life where about 11 or 12 years ago i who used to weigh i guess my heaviest i was right about 290. Okay. and so a lot of what i'm talking about now led me to see that regardless of how much you work out how much you do cardio and your nutrition and i'm, I'm into all of that stuff Absolutely, yeah. In, I've been in mental health and addiction recovery for over four years. Been sober and in therapy and on non-narcotic medications, pharmaceuticals because I am bipolar and I have borderline personality disorder and anxiety and mild PTSD and ADHD and I could go on. But uh, I have all these like um, just 
disconnects and stuff in my brain. So what I've learned in recovery is that as long as I don't put myself as the like higher power or if I don't let my ego or if a lot of humility, I learned a lot of humility in recovery uh-huh. and also having a type of higher power, whether it's the universe or nature or anything um, that is not me. Because I'm not the director, I'm not the creator of this world or of people. So um, that's really important to also touch upon because um, I can I can get real narcissist real quick and think about myself only. So, you know, I really love the title of this book. And Vanessa says learning who we are because we start learning who we are because we start from asking ourselves who am i and this is a really important uh question to ask who am i and i like to meditate as well do you uh what do you call it meditation or do you call it something else or prayer uh, yes, yeah, sure, I absolutely uh, prayer, but I, I would say that there's obviously there's two parts of that. When okay. generally speaking, when people think prayer, they think the conversation with the Almighty. But I would say that the other side of that is just as important because one of the things that that Christ spoke Himself was that once we come upon giants, once we come upon mountains, He says, "Not that's not the time to pray. That's the time to speak to the mountain." So, and a lot of times we, we, we get those two. So I, I like to make sure I'm drawing the difference between, you know, I can thank God for the sunshine. I can thank God for my health. I can thank God for my family. I can thank him. I can thank him. I can thank him. But there's got to be a time, a time also, of, uh, if you want to call it meditation, if you want to, oh, you know, there's a lot of different words, but there's got to be a time when I now turn mm-hmm. and now take his authority and say, so this is what I believe should be going on in my life. I do not receive that. I do not receive that. And, and so, whereas generally speaking, most people think of meditation as emptying your mind, emptying your mind. You got all this clutter, we got all this stuff, empty your mind. No, spiritually or biblically, I would say, it's almost just the opposite. No, not just, not almost, it is the opposite. It's about filling your mind, filling your mind with as much word as possible. And that's where peace comes. It's almost like the opposite of what you would think. You would think, if I can just get my mind clear, but your mind is like, I heard it once said, it's like the monkey in the cage. It's, it's always going to be jumping around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah. and so, but you can't really, you, if, if you do get a quiet mind, it's, it's really only very passing. So uh, I just believe as much as possible, fill your mind, fill your mind. But you're filling your mind with the power of peace that's going to be able to change and going to be able to, to do great things for you um, long term. Absolutely. So let's empty our negative thoughts and you know things that we feed our mind so let's empty out the negative and fill it with positive that would be what we are going to uh end with today thank you so much for being here thank you for talking about you do know what to do please pick it up today it's in the description the link um so you're able to click on it right now thank you so much to publisher Dave Ware Jr. for connecting us and uh, I've had so much fun and I could do this again. Thank you everybody for being here at the Pink Cloud 9 podcast. Thank you J.E. Wilson. Thank you. Thank you.